0: Hi, we're here with Ray Carriger and Deb Lawback. We believe the doorway to true love and romance is found through the discovery of your past lives.
1: My name is Deb Lawback, and I am a writer with my partner, Ray Carriger. We write about past life romance.
0: And I'm Ray Carriger.
1: He's the other half.
0: And ever since I tried to figure out what a prepositional phrase was in third grade, I wanted to write but I was afraid I didn't know what that was so I basically didn't write and I spent a great deal of my life knowing that there was something more to life life had a deeper meaning to it. Past lives has been a subject that I have researched and studied and thought about and I have memories of past lives.
1: He does research. Some of our readers have come up with that. Shared
0: some things, oh my God.
1: Shared ideas, and you have done research,
0: Not the and woman, lo but and they...
1: behold, you have found things that corroborate what this individual was speaking of. Yeah. And it's been more than one person, and it's mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, I mean, remember that woman who shared the life of being an Indian? right in the Midwest back and I mean
1: she was very detailed
0: I, she gave me some details about her life as a young Indian woman and with a certain tribe and even described the things that the tribe buries and did stuff and I was amazed because I grew up in the Midwest when I started doing the research on it it, it like it's like she uh, must have done the research before she talked to told told us about the. What happened? But she was actually— but she didn't. She didn't do it that way. <laughs> didn't know anything about no, she it. Didn't know where. Pa- didn't have any idea.
1: She had a past life regression, mm-hmm. and that's what she discovered.
0: Both of us have experienced. I think you—you've been re- regressed. Yes. And both of us have a lot of interesting things that we feel that past lives is actually about. It's about the traveling of the soul. I was meeting with a friend of mine for dinner and we got in a conversation about past lives and he expressed to me that he really had no recollections of past lives. However, in our conversation, we I related a story of that I experienced with my wife one afternoon on a battlefield from the Civil War, and he turned to me near the end of dinner and he said, you know, now that you bring up the Civil War, I do have an absolutely crazy fascination about medical equipment from the Civil War. I've actually bought some. And I looked at him and I said, you've bought medical equipment from the Civil War and you're not even a doctor? He's a banker big-time banker. And I looked at him and I said, Greg, you are buying equipment that has to do with medical and you're telling me that you don't believe in past lives? The comedy or whatever you want to call it, the interesting part of this, is a few days later my wife got a phone call from her friend who said, you know, since we were at dinner with you and we began to talk about past lives he has not stopped dreaming every night of a past life during the Civil War you tell me I've had dreams you tell me you ask me what this is about it's about having the freedom to think outside the box we live in a world that everything has to be that's real you can see it you can touch it you can smell it, you can look at it. can't do that when it comes to past lives. So, obviously they don't exist. Nor does love. Show me a pound of love. Show me a pound of fear. There is no such thing.
1: Because it's an emotion.
0: Yeah. And the thing that holds us back the most is fear. Fear of being wrong. Fear of being a fool. And I can go down the whole list of things about fear. Love frees us. Fear is what stops us because we don't want to look like a fool.
1: I agree with you 100% when I would carry my daughter in the Bjorn and she was old enough to face out. We were in Barnes and Noble and looking for books She always had her legs moving like she was actually walking. She was only four or five months old at the time, but facing out and seeing the whole world. And her little legs did not stop moving, like I said, as if she was walking herself. I swear she was an old soul born into a new body, was really pissed off that she couldn't get off the couch and walk over and pour herself a glass of milk herself. That's why she was an angry little baby. But anyway, I loved her and there was a woman that came up to us. We were looking in one little section. She says, oh she's so beautiful and my natural instinct at that moment was to hold my daughter's hands and my daughter started to cry and it wasn't because I was holding her hands. It was because I was protecting her and she was looking away from this woman who only wanted to see this beautiful little baby girl But Lauren looked away from her and she started crying. So I removed myself and my daughter very easily and said, oh, she's just tired and walked away. And as soon as we walked away, she was fine. She reached up with her hand and touched my hair, my ears, and it was so sweet and I knew that at that moment, my goodness, my daughter has traveled. This soul is stuck in this little body that is only going places that I take her. She's an old soul.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I after reading Brian Weiss's book, way back when, when it first came out, they,
1: Oh, Many Lives met many, many Masters, right.
0: I... And been on a journey ever since then. I love asking people, "What do you think of the subject of past lives?" And, and the answers amaze me. Well, I can hear somebody saying to me, I, "I don't believe in past lives. My mother does. And they relate some story. Or someone will say to me, My wife has been regressed. She's actually experienced some past lives. I find that all of us are searching, but are we searching or is it our soul searching for a completion? And what is the completion? The completion to me is what we're writing about. Love. Finding whatever it is that completes the soul. The soul is on a journey. We are just nothing more than the boat. Soul's inside, floating along in that boat, and when the boat wears out, gets a new one to float in. We continue, really believe that my soul, your soul, Deb's soul, has been journeying for quite a while. And I think what you experienced with Lauren, I think, you know, when she was a baby, I think that all of us can relate to being turned off by somebody uh, because of something we cannot even identify. Perhaps right. something in the past, you know, whatever it is. I'm very excited about our topic, and I hope people don't just read the book. Yes, it's got. It's a little hot, it's got a little steamy, I call it. It's got a great love line, but it's deeper than that. It's just like reading Moby Dick in a way. It's not about hunting whales and finding one so big you could take down your boat. It's deeper than that. Look at the mystery.
1: They are beautiful, wonderful stories of bottom line true love. That's where we're at.
0: I noticed under the further reading section on MysticScribblers.com, you mentioned Edgar Casey. Can you tell us a little about him? Edgar Casey was born in the mid 1800s, and he was very intuitive about people's health, about predictions of things that were going to happen in the world, some which never come to be of course, but was very attuned to the point that he died during World War II because he would never stop reading for people who had questions about loved ones because unlike today where you could have a son or a daughter serving the country somewhere, there was no cell phones and no way to communicate and if you had a loved one who was over in Italy fighting you had no idea whether or not they were alive or well and people would come to him with, because they hadn't heard from someone and seek his uh, willingness to open open up to what was going on and eventually it caused health problems for him because he just did too much he, but he couldn't stop it was even warned by what he called the master spirit that he was doing too much and that it was going to cost him in the end but he couldn't say no
1: well they <clears throat> spoke through him
0: they spoke through him he went into a self trance and uh, a lot of times his <laughs> He, you know within that trance it was interesting the way that he he would you know read somebody or Mm -hmm. work with somebody
1: and he's probably really lucky that he wasn't discovered in the uh, winch hunt days because
0: yes he would have been
1: he would have been burned at the stake
0: well I believe a lot of people that have been tortured and destroyed has been because they are exceptional they are different they are attuned to something in the cosmos to me that we need to listen to there's something going on it's so much bigger than my job today or you know it's a it's a greater story and not that mm-hmm. you don't stop living your life and doing your job and supporting your family but there's something grander going on, and we challenge you. to send questions to the website or share your experiences. It's all putting the puzzle pieces together to form the picture. Thank you for joining us. Please go to mysticscribblers.com and send Ray and Deb a message. Let them know what you think about this podcast, their book series, and whatever past life stories you may have of your own.
1: We'd love to hear from you.